What's up, world? Hey, welcome to our Authentically Us podcast. Hey, our podcast dives into what it means to be authentic in life. I'm your host, Conroy Smith, and I'm here with my good friend and co-host, Tony Morton. Tony and I decided to make this podcast during the global pandemic when social and racial unrest were the headlines every day, but authentic conversations between people seemed like an afterthought. So we had to have these authentic conversations for years. Him and I have had them with our friends, our family, and we thought it would be good to open them up to others and hear different perspectives and just get a little bit deeper. So today we have a special, special, special uh, episode on Juneteenth, Juneteenth. And for those who don't know, you're going to tune into this Juneteenth, which happens to be on June 19th. Um, so we're so excited to to dive into this, Tony. This this podcast here, this 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 first guest, first guest. Yo, this episode, man, it's it's insane. I I could have not said one word, and she would have killed it. Like, yes, you guys are definitely in for a treat. After you listen, listen again. Yep, and. Share it again and share it. Bless <laughs> yeah. people with Logan Renee, please. So, without further ado, we're going to jump straight in to our episode. Let's get it. Welcome, everybody. Hey, we have a special guest, our first guest on this uh, special episode today, our Juneteenth episode. Um, this guest is a wonderful speaker, one of the best um, well-spoken people I've ever met in my life. She is an author, a book called Never Ask for Permission Again, and she has featured on NBC, Logan Renee. (laughs) I love the sound effects. (laughs) Yes, yes. Thanks for having Yes, we're super excited to have you on um, this special, special episode. We um, definitely wanted to uh, have this episode be one of our pivotal ones because Juneteenth is such a, um, a pivotal point in American history, as American, uh, Black American history, especially. And our, our podcast is called Authentically Us, and that's exactly what it is like Juneteenth is us being authentically who we are and I love that you know now America is starting to recognize this so you guys already know we got Logan here we got Tony yo what's up jump straight into this but before we do so Logan um can you let the people because you have a wonderful voice can you let the people <laughs> know where you are from a little bit about like your childhood yeah, I grew up in Mississippi. Amazing state. If you haven't been and you want some caloric, you know, put a lot of um, body fat slash a piece of a muscle on your body, then you need to visit Mississippi. <laughs> I love my state because it made me who I am today. I grew up with a single mom. It was three of us. Um, I owe everything to her. She was like, the greatest influence of my life is the reason why I wrote my book and 
started speaking and traveling around the world, speaking to kids. Cause I wish I had somebody like myself to come and teach certain things that I have about identity and self-love. Um, but I owe it all to my mom because she she taught me. I mean, she had me in a mirror at like six, wow. making me read mm. affirmations. We were like That's three black good. kids in the hood listening to Wayne Dyer and Louise Hay and Joyce Meyer. Like, who would have thought, right. you know, yeah. we're in, you know, in our house listening to that. But that that was our um, our culture. My mom taught me like purpose and identity, like how important that was as a child. Mm. Um, so that's what I taught you know, when I'm, when I'm speaking. You you mentioned something that is very, I think, important. Uh, Mississippi is a caloric intake (laughs) state. (laughs) Um, However, you are a a recently, (laughs) you became vegan, right? Yes, I became vegan last July. Does your family know this? They do, and they talk about me often, every day, and every two minutes. It's they laugh. They're yeah. like, "This is not gonna last." And I mean, I'm going on almost a year next month. Yes, so, yeah. You know, and where where do you where do you currently reside? So what I decided as of next month um, that I'm gonna my goal is to be at least ninety percent plant based for the rest of my life. because I feel too good so it's like why would I turn to start feeling bad to choose to feel bad like I sleep better I mean my energy Mm -hmm. level is crazy you know I'm more productive I don't have brain fog um I'm the healthiest I've been I mean 22 down 22 pounds um skin glowing you know edge is coming back lord so it's just like good thing after good thing after good thing you know so um my goal is remain 90 percent plant-based and then you know if i'm traveling or something i'll have seafood and to be honest um living in socal it makes being anything whatever dietary uh restrictions you you want to do makes it so much easier so much easier you know so every time i go back home to pennsylvania i, I travel <laughs> i'm like where are the vegetables <laughs> does nobody eat vegetables? why are you all using so much salt like what is going on <laughs> what's yeah, vegetables if i move back to mississippi it's a wrap right it's a wrap yes <laughs> talked about call me they call me a rabbit <laughs> like oh, yeah. all these things yeah man they're very judgmental those family members <laughs> i can learn that thing in two from you guys <laughs> join the wild side yes Antonio, join the wild side oh yeah so hey let's let's dive in uh to you logan what is juneteenth so i learned everything i need to know from blackish the the show yeah (laughs) i loved blackish okay cried on the last episode so according to the blackish teachers you know (laughs) (laughs) the emancipation proclamation was supposed to end slavery it was supposed to but 
it it didn't because you know back then it, it took so long for news to travel there was no ig there was no tiktok you know and clearly nobody wanted to know that slaves were free right we mm-hmm. they still needed the land built um so eventually i think union soldiers got to texas um there was a particular general that got um some soldiers to texas and were able to was able to tell all the sub other the southerners that okay y'all are free as well and at that time from what i i was told at least two hundred and fifty thousand black people were still slaves at that time in texas just in texas yep so imagine across mississippi and alabama and florida and you know Mm -hmm. So Juneteenth was created. You know, what's what's so cool about that? Um, well, it's 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 cool it's talking about it now. Yeah, I couldn't imagine, you know, being in Texas, Galveston, yeah. Texas, to be to be uh, clear of where it was to be <laughs> like to find out that you mean to tell me these other brothers out here been living free for a minute. And, for a minute yeah and and i've and i've been still working and 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 slaving away um and you mentioned that you're from mississippi and i think recently i i was it recently that they just recently took the confederate flag off of like sporting events yes wow very recently yeah sad and ridiculous And and we're in we're in 2022 and it was like what last year maybe i think it was last year last year or the year before last and we were definitely um at home during covid for sure wow yeah that's crazy talk a little bit about like about that like did you experience um a lot of uh racism growing up because i i i was training um a client here in, in san diego she's from mississippi too she actually mentioned she rather racism in the South because it's blatant. Yes. Like, yes. You no, know, yes. don't go down this road because they are racist. But she, yes. she mentioned something that was very interesting to me. She's like in San Diego or SoCal, it just looks different because yes. it's not as in your face like, like yep. in the South. Yeah, I agree. Uh, in the South, it's like, okay, girl, I don't like you. You're like me. Okay, whatever. It's fine. Mm-hmm. And when I lived on the East Coast and in, I would say SoCal, it's fake. It's like either secret hatred uh, or fake love. Wow. You mm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, at least in the silk, I know you just don't like me. Here it's like, girl, like, do you like me? Or like, like what's happening here? It's either mm. an obsession, like I want to be like you, or I want attributes of you, but I don't want anything to do with you as the person. You know what I'm saying? I want your culture. I want your swag. I want your style. I want your recipes, but you as a person, I don't want anything to do with. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that that's crazy. Um, So, so how did you like navigate that? uh, Or did you just like deal with it? Um, in this in Mississippi, like I said, it was easier because it's like those who are gonna rock with you just draw to you. You know, people with good hearts, no matter the skin color, they draw to you automatically. Yeah. And I'm I'm grateful. I never experienced blatant racism. Mm-hmm. I never have in my life. 
like blatant somebody saying something out of the way or calling me a name. Thank God I've never experienced that in my life. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've, I've attracted good-hearted people no matter their skin, their skin color. That's good. Yeah. That's good because I feel like, you know, growing up where Tony and I grew up, we grew up in a very predominantly white area in Pennsylvania. And, you know, we see Confederate flags, you know, driving past, like even, even now we could drive probably in the country, probably close a lot, very close to where Tony now lives. Yeah. Um, and wouldn't be uncommon to see a Confederate flag and to, you know, be called a, you know, racial slur. Um, you know, we, we have some podcasts coming up as well about mental health. Have you ever had to, you know, I guess now that you're older, have you sat and we've gone through 2020, have you sat and like processed like, wow, growing up in Mississippi was, was a little rough or, or maybe you're just like, this has defined me. Like what, what have you ever like had these, have, have those thoughts? When everything with George Floyd happened, mm-hmm. I didn't have a choice but to sit and be like, dang, we are messed up and people are really hurt. Only somebody that is hurt and unsure of who they are and they don't like themselves can do something like that. Mm-hmm. Like that is pure hatred of your yeah. heart, you know? Yeah. So when I think about that, that breaks my heart. That makes me sad that a person can be like that, mm-hmm. you know, take, take skin color out of, you don't like yourself, yeah. you know, yeah. to do that to somebody. So when I sit and think about and even the, the shooting at the grocery store, you know, targeting black people, it's heartbreaking, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And even when I go to the grocery store now, I'm like, okay, Lord, do I really need this cucumber? You know, do I really need these mint leaves? Like, cause yeah. I, it's like, you don't even want to go nowhere. Like yep. it's scary. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so I just say my little quick prayer and I walk out of the store, you know, cause you don't know and you, you can't live your life in fear, yeah. but you do have to be cautious. You do have to be aware. You know, you always have to be cognizant. I used to go to the grocery store on the phone all the time. Now I'm like, girl, let me call you back so I can pay attention. You know, like wow. just in case. Right. Wow. Just in right. case. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. I I remember when everything happened with Amon Aubrey, um, and I I made a post about like, you know, I'm I'm nervous living in a middle class neighborhood. Mm. Who's gonna look at me sideways if I'm outside yeah. going for a run and yeah. think, why why are you here? Um, and you know, I experienced gaslighting of people being like, that doesn't happen here. And I'm like, yeah, two years Uh, ago, there was racial slurs on a AME church in Shippensburg. And I'm like, yes, it does. (laughs) So like, yeah, it's, I think that sentence makes me the most upset when people say, oh, racism doesn't exist anymore. Calm down. (laughs) it does (laughs) and you can't run from it you can't pretend it doesn't exist as a black person and Mm. I think we have to find intelligent ways to be calm when we're talking to people about our feelings and our emotions because what I've learned is it's not us who's speaking it's our our grandparents that couldn't say anything 
is mm, our great parents, mm, wow. great grandparents that were killed. Yeah. So they're speaking through us. They're, mm. they're our, wow. Their cells are still in our body. So when, you know, I say something and, you know, they say you're an angry black woman, it's really my great, 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 great grandma saying, don't touch me that way. Don't wow. speak yeah. to me in that tone. Wow. You know, don't grab me like that because my body is, is, is a reaction. Like my cells, this happened to my cells. You know what I'm saying? So um, I, we have to learn how to calm down, <laughs> calm our bodies down mm-hmm, and yeah. be able to say, this is why I feel this way. You know, yeah. this is why you should look at this in this way. And then hear their side of it, you know, because we can learn from each other, but everybody has to be willing to listen. Yeah. It's that, it's that dialogue, that conversation, I think is how change actually happens. And, you know, during the time of, you know, 2020, 2021, even now it it does get exhausting. um, Yes. Having to be the educator, but you just said something that I think kind of, you know, rejuvenated me, I would say is that it's, it's, Yes, it's exhausting for Conroy in 2022, but it's our ancestors that couldn't say anything that I need to say something on their behalf. And I think that is that is super, super impactful. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I've never thought of it that way. Wow. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Like in and so talk to me about what what has it been like? for you connecting with where you come from and your ancestors because I know for me I don't I don't know the black side of who I am well and so how have you connected with that part of who you are I will get on YouTube and I will watch this is this is this funny but it's it's helpful i watch black kid tutorials on youtube i learn so much yeah like with the little cartoons and the little graphics and i'm <laughs> like we should have had this in school yeah instead of learning yeah. lies you know yep. columbus <laughs> and man on the moon like why are we learning about this let's get to the juice okay yeah um yeah i will watch a cartoon tutorials on youtube about juneteenth black history different um just african-americans that you wouldn't have known anything about had i not watched the video Mm -hmm. um that's my sneaky way of getting it in because we weren't taught it yeah so unless we're going back to review it and study it and then you know when people come ask me questions i'm not ashamed to say i don't know yeah. I don't know yeah. you know I have to research that on my you know on my own but I feel like it is our responsibility to educate ourselves yeah. you know yeah. we ha- we owe it to our ancestors to study it to understand to have some type of understanding some type of foundation we're not gonna be perfect we're not gonna be professors but we can know the baseline 100 percent. that's that's what I kind of found myself doing um in 2020 is yeah. all these things were happening and then people were coming to me, hey, Connor, what do you think? What do you think about this? Like, and I was like, I, I don't know. I know the same education system that you know. So yeah. let me yeah. now go out of, not necessarily go out of my way, but like, let me educate myself now. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of took it, um, not personal, but I, I took it like, you know, I also want to know these things for, for me. 
Um, yeah. Whether I ever have to have a conversation with a person that, that is not, you know, black, I, I want to know these things for me and to understand my history and to understand how we got to 2020, how we got to 2021, how we're currently here. So, um, yes, those little videos I was watching, too, those little Netflix documentaries um, yeah. I, I was watching, too. And one of the things we I think we kind of want to know from from your perspective um and I think listeners who who may not be black what what do you think the main differences are be, between uh Juneteenth and the Fourth of July? Well, Fourth of July we were I believe ruled by the British, so we couldn't make our own laws. We didn't have any rights, you know, we couldn't wherever we want, say we want, worship where we want, we couldn't do anything. And you know, Americans, we love doing what we want to do. Okay. Mm-hmm. When so we want to do it. <laughs> when we want to do it. And yeah. we don't want to have to explain ourselves, right? And we have we have our signs, we have save the turtles, we have get the straws <laughs> out the water. We got <laughs> vegan t-shirts, <laughs> we got pescatin, we got paleo, right? Yep, and, yep. Americans got to be Americans, okay? So the 4th of July gave us that right to to be (laughs) super independent. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why so many people want to come to the country because they like, oh, so people get to think on their own. Like they don't have to be engineers. They don't have to, you know, be this extremely smart to be successful, you know? They can Mm -hmm. be, I'm not going to say their name. We're going to skip that family right now. But, you know, we (laughs) can, you know, we can just... You can do what you want to do and not have any talents and still be successful, right? So um, that's the difference of 4th of July. Juneteenth was an end of a people being used, you know, mishandled, killed, mistreated. So I believe that that's a difference. Well, that is the difference between the 4th of July and Juneteenth. So as the country, we we gain independence as Black and African-American people we gain freedom, you know, which is worth a lot. Now, do you, yeah. do you, do you celebrate the 4th of July? And the reason why I ask this is because when 2020 was happening, everything that was happening, everything was in our face. Like we, we went through Juneteenth and then when the 4th of July came around, a lot of us, um, we just kind of like, it hit completely different yeah. in yeah. 2020 yeah. so like some yeah. of my a lot of a lot of us some of my friends we just kind of like just got together and play card games we didn't go watch any fireworks it yeah. was just it just was different so what, what what has been your experience with the fourth so yeah of course 2020 was just it's a hard year right um I, i'm grateful i get to do what i want in this country yeah. If I want to go crip walk down the street right now, not the crip you know, walk. <laughs> <laughs> with a shirt that says I'm vegan, I'm black, I'm female, I whatever I want to put on my shirt. And I crip walk. And I crib walk, even though it's not that good, right? <laughs> and I'm a Steph Curry fan, right? I get oh, to say man. all these things. <laughs> um, so I'm grateful for that independence. And I will forever be grateful to be an American, an African-American, a yeah. Black African-American, when I look at it in that vein, mm-hmm. because everybody in this country is not trash. 
Everybody yeah. in this country does not hate me. Yeah. Everybody in this country does not wish me harm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It yeah. is a certain group of people who have hateful hearts that choose to not like me for who I am. Mm. And I have no control over that. And I wish them well. You know, I, I hope, you know, their hearts change. But for yeah. those pocket of people, I'm not going to pay attention to you. You get nothing from me. You get my blessing and that's it. But yeah. for everybody else, let's turn up on the fourth. What are we doing? Where are the cocktails? <laughs> let's have a good time. You know, um, I'm, I'm grateful for both holidays. Yeah. Yeah. I'm more grateful as a black man for Juneteenth. Yes. Yeah. But I am grateful for the fourth because I get to be an American. I get to have my own decisions. You know, I get to live in San Diego or I get to go back to Mississippi. <laughs> There's no like yeah. rules, you know, yeah. I have freedom of speech. I get to finally say something, mm, you know? Yeah. So That's- I think it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, you know, I, I often feel like I've had this tension around the 4th of July of like, being grateful I live in this country but also hating how whitewashed the history Mm. is like yeah what has been your experience with that tension or have you not felt that tension around the fourth for sure I I feel the tension I I see the looks um I just choose to not give them energy like you're not going to take my joy yeah. um you're not gonna make me feel like i'm less than when i know this country was built on the backs of people that look like me for free wow. you have their ideas you have their you know creations you have they didn't have any land ownership you know and built the land you know built these homes that are still yep. here yep. um so when i look in the mirror i see greatness you know, mm-hmm. I see uh, a people that other people want to be just like, you know, um, I feel like the Mecca, honestly. When I'm <laughs> on there, Come on. Yeah, I'm like, girl, you know, um, people paying for what I came with originally, you know, yeah. so I, I, yeah. I don't take offense to it. I'm like, if, if this is what heaven looked like in this mirror, I'm cool with it. You know, yeah. I, I'm, I'm cool yeah. with it yeah that's incredible that, that's a that's a great way to put it you know um that we we do get like at the end of the day like this is a free country like there yeah. are women in other countries who don't have no. the right to say anything you know mm-hmm. there are skin colors in other countries who still are, are fighting for their for their freedom and stuff like that so that is a good that is a good way to put it because we we are black Americans and we do face a lot of horrible things. However, yeah. like you said, we, we can, we can walk down the road, mm-hmm. you know, today fly tomorrow to Utah, go to Florida and hang out in New York. And there's no necessary <laughs> rules. Yeah. I just, my, my uh, wallet will be empty, but <laughs> you know, right? we can right? we have that freedom to do it so yeah. that is, that is a great that is a great way to put that i like that a lot yeah that's really good um so juneteenth has become a national holiday in recent years what like what significance does that bring to america and to us as black people 
say, and I, if I had to, if I was sitting in the seat of another race, it's just a celebration of culture. It's a celebration of forgiveness. Yeah. It's a celebration of unity. It's a celebration of love, you know? Um, so people are like having a hard time, like, okay, but what do I celebrate? And I'm, I'm not black, you know? Mm. You can celebrate people coming together. You can celebrate yeah. people forgiving each other. I mean, it took forgiveness, you know? Who do I trust, you yeah. know, now? Yeah. I'm free, but where do I go, you know? Um, you can celebrate love. You can celebrate a culture. You know, you can celebrate getting to know people that you, I mean, well, you can start getting to know people, you know, that you work with, being open, like I said, to conversations. Um, and you might ask the wrong thing and they might say the wrong thing. And that's where that fun thing called forgiveness comes yeah. in, you know, because <laughs> we're not going to get it right every single time. Yeah, We are not professors skilled in this subject. We're all learning, growing every day. You know, why not hand each other more grace? Mm. Yeah. So would you would you say the best way that everyone can be a part of Juneteenth is just to celebrate to celebrate unity? Celebrate unity for sure. And love. That's good. Unity and love. Yeah. Cause I mean, cause you think about black culture, black old uh Negro spirituals and stuff like that. And there's something different about that because it was truly unity yeah. and love and complete reliance on God. And yeah. I think I was, I was listening to a podcast um, or maybe I was watching a video about that. Like when you make things for black people to succeed, or you make things for the black culture to, to grow, everyone is going to yeah. benefit from it. Yeah. So I, I love that, you know, we have now made, you know, Juneteenth a national holiday. Everybody is going to benefit from that. Not only do you get a day off of work, but now you, like you said you get to celebrate unity and love because yeah. we are now recognizing, you know, black people that we, that you said that we, we like some of these places, some of these standing buildings today standing. were built off of our, our blacks or our backs of, black people and it's like the white house the what the white house yeah. you know wow. yeah yeah right that now is. they are walking through a house that was built by our ancestors and it's comical when people say do they need another holiday i i heard people say i was like wow do they need another and it's like well everything you walking around on you see these traffic lights you see why you're yep. safe okay yep. all right now that's all i'm gonna say <laughs> sign that you ran okay all right <laughs> i'm gonna leave it alone right. <laughs> try to be nice yeah don't have head. me start pouring stuff out you know <laughs> don't have me start pouring stuff out honey. oh man he's great oh man that's awesome yeah what is your, uh, do you, does your family celebrate uh, Juneteenth? We do. Uh, anytime we can get together and eat caloric mm. food, we're getting together. So <laughs> yes, we celebrate <laughs> Juneteenth across the board. Oh, um, so many different festivals now. I mean, of course, yeah. every year is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. It's like, oh my gosh, what do I go to? You know, because yeah. you don't want to end up at something lame and something across town is like super popping. Yeah. So 
Yeah. Look, y'all, I I I texted I texted Logan two weeks ago and I said, What are you doing for Juneteenth? Because every time there is a black holiday or a black event, we think we gone, we think we went to the right one. But I look at Logan's social media and she clearly went to the superior one. So I I I get it and I'm I'm going to text you again because I, I I'm going where you're, I'm going where you're going just so you are aware. Oh, yeah, I got you. I'll, I'll got be you. the in spirit. Yeah. Sorry, East Coaster. Sorry. No worries. No worries. <laughs> the reason why I asked, like, does your family celebrate it? Um, I, I've been black my whole life, Mm-mm. and we've never <laughs> celebrated it. We never celebrated uh, Juneteenth. Actually. I don't think my family has ever talked about I learned about it probably 2019, 2018 from one of my coworkers who, you know, he's from Florida and he he's celebrated his his whole life. So um I don't think it well, it probably is more common now, but I don't I don't know if it's as common in in other places, you know. No, we did not celebrate it growing up mm. i learned about it in college oh wow yeah. okay yeah I, again we were listening to louise hay and wayne die to go to sleep <laughs> so we, we were pretty occupied with saying we love ourselves in the <laughs> so we didn't have time for celebration where'd you go to college uh, i went to the university of uh southern mississippi oh okay is that, that that's not an hbcu is it it's not it's pwi Okay. Yeah. And it's so funny when I'm talking to white friends or Latina friends and I say PWI and they were like, what is that? And I'm like, uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> it's just something we use to distinguish schools, you know, they're like, oh, we never called it that. I said, I know. I know. Of course know. you didn't. I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> this is just another school for you. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Another school that you are able to attend. Could you yeah. go to either one? Man. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so yeah, we didn't grow up going, but I, I mean we didn't grow up celebrating. I wish we had. I yeah. really do. Yeah. But I don't think my mom probably even, you know, knew about it, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't learn about it till probably uh 2019, 2020, maybe. I just yeah. saw everyone posting about Juneteenth, and I was like, "What is this?" Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but yeah. which is so sad because it's something so big in our history, but yes. it's, it's huge. It, yeah. It's getting erased from American history. Like, yeah. this yeah. is something we should have learned in history yeah. class, and we didn't. Yeah. And unless your parents are like, you know, but they're busy, they're busy surviving. Right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Raising kids. They're busy. Yep. Okay, when is the next where's the next meal gonna come from? So it's not like they had time to sit. I know my mom didn't sit down and let me study 55 things to teach my kids tonight. No, you know. Yeah. Um, she was busy surviving and trying to keep yeah. us safe. Yeah. yeah. Like, why would you be reliving, you know, 
history wow. and go and going and trauma. Yeah, why would you be reliving yeah. this trauma when yep. you need to, like you say, you need to put you need to put food on the plate for for these yeah. kids and that's that's so true and i and i and i you know i look back now that i'm older i think about like some of the things our, our families would do our parents would do and i'm like why would they do stuff like this but especially in the black community it's like we're already starting from behind yeah. and yes. it's like when you really yep. think about that like it is so true like some of our tony and i's friends um you know have, have grown up with money so like the conversation around money in in like some of our friends' families and some of our families are very different. Like they have yeah. old money, and yeah. not saying they had a lot of it. They just had old money yeah. that you know their grandparents grandparents had. Yeah, and that the first time my family saw probably positive money was my grandparent. So it's yeah. like we're just now starting that. So it's it's yeah. it's so different. Um, when it comes to you know black and and, and white in 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 our communities and now you are a the reason why i bring this up is because you are a entrepreneur you are a businesswoman like how have you transitioned you know from being girl in mississippi to <laughs> all the way here in in socal living living the socal life traveling speaking like how has that been? So everything for me shifted. So I got, a, I've been working for the, for the federal government for the past 10 years. Right. Mm-hmm. So when I got my first job out of college, I'm like, oh my God, I, I made, I started making more money than my mom ever made. And wow. I was 21. Wow. And Whoa. you know, you know, you're feeling yourself. I'm in DC. See, I'm working on Capitol Hill. I was working for a committee of Homeland Security. Um, then I transferred and started working for my congressman, Benny Thompson. You know, I'm feeling myself a little bit, you know, I'm <laughs> yeah, in DC yeah. living it up. You know, we having Juneteenth festivals and all other things. Um, and then unfortunately, I lost my mom in 2014 to breast cancer. Mm. So losing her woke me all the way up. I wow. got real clear real fast i was like okay life is real serious okay you Mm. don't have as much time as you think you do and you better you better become really serious about your mission and your purpose very serious and i'm so happy she taught us that you know i thought i had all the time in the world though (laughs) you know until losing her that's what made it that's what made me get extremely clear okay why am i here what am i supposed to be doing i wrote the book you know, mm. I started speaking, started talking, start coaching um, all across the country, you know, because I was like, this is what I'm supposed to do. You know, God told me I, I was, you know, of course, extremely emotional one night about, you know, why did my mom have to pass, pass away from cancer? Right. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I need you to go tell my daughters who they are. That's mm. all I need you to do. You, you can do it any way you want to. You can do podcasts, you can do a book, you can do speaking, whatever you choose. But I need you to go tell my daughters who they are. Yeah. I need you to tell them over and over and over again. Yeah. Because wow. we miss that. We miss out on that because we don't hear from our dads, especially if you mm. grew up without a dad. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Then we get into a relationship thinking our partner is going to tell us they can't because they're trying to figure out who they are as well. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't stick, even if they do tell you you know, because it has to come from you. Right. Um, so 
that's how the entire, my entire journey, that's how I got here. Mm. You know, um, I just decided to go live out my purpose. So um, you, you mentioned in your book. Yes. I wanted to just tap into that just a little bit. Yes, what, please. Like, uh, what, what would you say the, the, well, you kind of mentioned the motivation behind it. What would you say, like your target audience and like, what is the, like, what's it, what's it about? Like, Okay. Who who is it for? Yes. It is for a person that thinks they need approval, mm-hmm. a yes, or confirmation from other people. So the title is never ask for permission. Again, you don't need permission to start the business. You don't need permission to start the podcast. You don't need permission to go after the job that you really want. You don't need permission to get your real estate license you choose you sit down you have a conversation with god what you want me to do okay thank you (laughs) Um, (laughs) let let me go do it um because what i like how i like to describe god is he gives you all of the colors Mm. and Mm -hmm. he gives you the canvas he gives you the brush he gives you the chair to sit down in he even gives you the coat you know to paint in right Mm -hmm. and all of the colors are your experiences your talents your gifts um, yeah. your purpose, things that you love, things that you don't love, right? It is your job to take the paintbrush, dip it in the colors, and get to painting. Yeah, he's not wow. gonna paint the canvas for you. Yes. He's not. And every, I'm, mm. I'm just waiting on him to do what? <laughs> he can't move your legs. He can't send the email. He can't mm. follow up with a phone call. You know, he cannot make you go to the gym. He cannot make you drink water. It is on you. The most powerful thing our creator gave us was a choice. You got to wow. choose. And the most powerful mm. thing that you can do every day to thank him is to choose the right thing that's going to move you forward to tomorrow. Ooh. So if you guys want to get your offering plates out. <laughs> yeah, right. What's your uh, Venmo cash up? <laughs> Check the show notes. <laughs> man that is done. <laughs> that is that oh, is incredible man. wow that's that's so good i'm gonna sit with that for a while right, right. all i asked was the what's the book about and then i'm, I'm gonna read it i'm i'm gonna i'm, I'm gonna, gonna buy, to buy right like now. uh five copies so right. <laughs> i'll send you I a copy you. I see yes. you copy Antonio and Conroe. I give you a copy. I always okay. keep copies in my car. Oh, yeah. Nah, don't don't send it. Let me buy it. Let me support you. Okay, 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 okay. I receive all blessings from the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, uh, grab a copy of Never Ask for Permission again. It's on Amazon under Logan Renee, and that's R A N A. Um, I'm so excited. I'm writing my next book you know working on that now it'll be released by november super excited can we get so, any, yeah. like can we get any any deets like oh we we need deets now oh, oh my gosh i was i supposed to share it today no <laughs> it's basically um what do you do after your heart is broken what do you do what's what's your next best move mm. yeah and do you trust yourself enough that you're going to be able to heal from it? Or do you want to be a victim? Do you want to stay sad and down? Do you want to stay in the sunken place? Or do you believe that you'll be able to get out of it? Yeah. 
You guys heard it here first on Authentically Us <laughs> podcast exclusive. It literally yes. is exclusive. Exclusive. <laughs> no one has heard this. No one. No. I haven't told my premiere. best friend. Oh my God. You should feel privileged right now yes. to hear this. Oh my goodness. <laughs> wow. Um, so, Logan, yes. what does it mean for you to be authentically you? Yeah, I would say you have to start by figuring out what do you like about yourself? Do you like that you're extra? Do you like that you're um, easy to connect to? Are people, do people just come to you and want to share, you know, different facets of their life and you just met them? You know, do you like that about yourself? Um, do you like that you're a giver? You have to figure out what you like about yourself. Mm-hmm. And then you need to figure out what you accept about yourself. Do you accept your story? Let's say you were a nerd in high school. Cool, whatever, accept it, okay? Because yeah. it's a part of your story. And when we try to take pieces out of story and throw it out, it can't be used because everything that happened to you will be used to better you and everybody around you. So what do you accept about yourself? Because if you don't mm. like yourself and you don't accept yourself, you can never love yourself. And if you don't love yourself, you can't be yourself, Okay. You can't <laughs> because you're like, what are, what are you being authentic about? You don't like you. Mm, yes. You haven't accepted you. Oh my God. You know, you don't love you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's, that's the, that's the link. Like plus accept plus love equals being authentically you. We might have to steal that, Tony, to be honest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's yours. It is yours. <laughs> and then send them back to the first episode. Like you got to listen to the first episode. First episode. Yes. 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 Wow. Yeah. We just we just got our tagline. There it was. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, wow. Logan! This has been amazing. Um, we're going to transition into our uh, next segment, which is called Rapid Fire. Beep, 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 beep. um we're gonna ask you uh just this three questions and we want to get your first your first initial thought you know don't 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 pass go don't don't skip just first initial thought okay all right tony hit her with it all right what is currently one of your favorite products or gadgets toothpaste for sure colgate white colgate white no Therabreath, the mouthwash, it has saved marriages, it has saved friendships, it has saved internships, because you're around people all day talking. Therabreath is the GOAT. It can be found at your local store. Do you think Therabreath went under, went under during COVID when people were in masks? It should have went up. <laughs> you can smell your own breath. It should have oh. went up, yes. Oh, Man, that's good. Uh, what is one way that your life has turned out differently than you expected? Mm, never thought I'd be living in California, ever. To me, it was like the Holy Grail, like, oh no, a Mississippi girl from the South could never live in San Diego, California and be able to afford it 
because everybody says it's so expensive. It's so expensive. And I'm like, I lived in DC and DC was more expensive. I lived in Maryland and Maryland was more expensive. So, and my friend, one of my closest friends lived in New York and her, she has like 12 roommates and she's still paying an arm and a leg, you know? So I'm like, it's, it's like, until you go experience something, don't borrow other people's opinions, especially if they've never lived it. If they've never walked it, go experience your own life so you can share your own story. I think we mm. borrow too many stories. I don't wow. want your story. I want to write my own. <laughs> go write your own story. And you can find her book mm-hmm. on Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> never ask again for never yes. ask for permission again. Um, the, the last question is: What would you say to eight-year-old Logan? I love you. Wow. Mm. And I respect you. Mm. Um, and I got you. Wow. Yeah. That's that's good. Um, yeah. so sweet. Logan, this has been amazing. Uh, please tell the people where they can find you and connect with you. Yes, I am on Instagram, Logan Renee, and that's R-E-N-A, R-E-N-A, and um, all social media, Logan Renee. Yeah. And you heard it. She got a book coming. She has a book <laughs> out. She Before is the end of this year. a speaker. You can You can book her. Yes. And pay her well. <laughs> yes. Well. Yes. And yes. add tax. <laughs> Speak for nonprofits. I do lunch and learns, <laughs> forums, seminars. I've done conferences, but all my own conferences. So, yes, would love to serve in any way I can. Wow. Well, we we definitely, you know, lucked out getting you. Um, yes. So glad that we have a personal relationship. And now, we welcome you into our our world, yes. our authentic the metaverse, world, the metaverse. So yes. we're we'll love to have you back. This has been an amazing, amazing Incredible. podcast. Learn a little bit about you, about Juneteenth, and yes. just like like I said, there were so many gems that were dropped. You guys, <laughs> you know, tune in. You know, follow her. Go back, listen to this again. And again, gonna, and again, yes. And then tell your mama and them yes. to listen to this again. Logan, you've been awesome. Thank you so much. And then again. read that book. Come on now. And then read the book. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for having me. This is going to be an amazing, amazing podcast. I see it. Thank you. Thank you so much. Man, man. Good night, man. What, what an episode, man. Guys, uh, Logan dropped so many, so many gems. We, we're so appreciative of her, um, especially being our first guest. Talk about a special topic of June. Yes, yes. I just learned so much, and I'm edified from speaking to to Logan. Yes absolutely edified oh man it was so good i i was blown away by how she talked about her anger is not only her being angry but her ancestors ancestors like that was just 
mind blowing to really think through what we are facing now, not as just our struggle, but how how do we fight the fight that our ancestors did not have the power and ability mm. to fight? Yeah, yeah. She so eloquently, you know, described that it was amazing. I, I also liked how she talked about July Fourth and how she appreciates. She has a big appreciation for things that kind of, you know, lit a fire underneath me again to really appreciate, you know, our independence as Black yeah. Americans. You know, I feel like July 4th has maybe gotten a bad rep from Black America in these past couple of years. But at the end of the day, we yeah. are free. There are things that yeah. we, we can we can freely do. So I'm so grateful for, for Logan. Yeah. Guys, seriously, buy her book. Please buy, buy her book. And when November comes, buy her other book. Why? Because yes. she's worth it. She's worth it. And she she failed to mention she does have a podcast too called Soulcation Podcast. Um, she has phenomenal guests, like knocking guests out of the park. So tune into her for guests. We're gonna add those in yep. the show notes. So be sure Absolutely. to check that out as be well. sure to give her a follow on IG. Yes, yes. And y'all, so you know what time it is. This is our second second episode. If you've been with us this long, you're already in it. So it is time for our friendship quiz. Friendship quiz to see quiz. how how close and how good of friends, or pretty much how better of a friend I am than Tony. So Tony's yeah, Tony yeah. has a question for today. All right. So my question is: Without stalling. How many years have I been bowling? Bowling, like bowling. the ball, the ball and the pins. Yes, like like the the game I do better than you, Tony. You've never beat me in bowling, to be clear. Um, bowling, bowling. You used to bowl in in Hagerstown, huh? Yep. And you were bowling. Actually, Tony, I don't think we actually bowled together until like senior year of high school, but you were bowling before that. Correct. Yes. <laughs> oh, years. So I got to do math. Wow. I didn't even put that. Okay. Um, we're in 2022. 20, let's go. Let's go. 16 years. Easy. Conroy, I'm so sorry. You are wrong. How many years? Uh, 14. So you only started bowling in 2008? Uh, yes, in leagues. I knew that. I was just adding adding tax. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe next time. I was adding tax. So clearly Tony set me up for that for that question. But you know, that's besides the point because as you guys will see throughout this friendship quiz, you will understand who is the better friend. Of course. It's me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, hey guys, thank you so much for tuning into the Authentically Us podcast. You can find us on 
any platform where uh, there is a podcast. So, you know, like, subscribe, share, especially this one. If you don't listen to any other one, share this one over and over again. Um, give us to give us a review and 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 just continue to support us as we go throughout this journey. So, yeah. hey, thank you so much. We're excited to go on this journey with you guys. But until next time, be authentic in everything you do. We'll see you next week. Peace. Peace.